What's up, everybody? Good Hello. evening, even now. friends, family, and others, ladies, gents, and others, as my uh, one of my high school teachers used to say. We're uh, doing this a little <laughs> bit earlier than usual. A little bit. And a, a little couple bit. days later than usual. But. Yeah. Whatever. Because, you know, life happens. It's right? our podcast. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what I say. <laughs> That It'll is the best part about not having any producers or any uh, anybody else giving us direction or anything like that. We can literally do this whenever the hell we want to. Yeah, we literally just do whatever the fuck we want, which is my favorite. Actually, in life, my favorite thing yeah. to do is whatever I want. Wh- whatever I... and whenever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, being a yeah. student, um, there's nothing more true than that. Do <laughs> <laughs> whatever the fuck I want all the time. Unless it comes to a... Uh, uh, what's it called? An assignment with an actual due date, right? Yeah, then... And you're like, eh. Right. Yeah. And... <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. But what's up with you past couple of days? Oh, man. So this last week uh, has really kicked my ass as far as the, the schooling goes. Hey, thanks and, for the uh, fucking follow. Dark Abyss. That's a cool-ass name, too. That is a cool-ass name. Sounds like my soul. <laughs> <laughs> and jones's motivation for most things oh yeah also oh yeah so anyway my not north dakota right yeah <laughs> um but yeah so this last week was in especially tough because we're getting into the nitty-gritties of uh criminalistics stuff like that so we are we have one more whole week to prep for our big um test which will be a week from tomorrow which is the entirety of the 12 phases of crime scene processing so um, that talks through everything like phase one is receiving the the complaint um step two is like phase two is like notifications phase three is actual arrival at the scene phase four is um initial documentation Mm-hmm. And description of the scene. Phase four absolutely blows all sorts of dick, right? Because <laughs> I have to go into dick. so much painstaking detail about mm. literally everything I see. Everything. I have to describe the floor. I have to describe the walls. I have to describe how many walls there are. I have to describe the ceiling. Fucking every piece of evidence. And get this, right? Each individual thing that I describe has to be described in eight parts Hmm. there are eight details that i have to give for everything that i describe everything and it all needs to be written down in paragraph statement form interesting sucks it (laughs) sucks sucks (laughs) with multiple u's and a capital s anyway all right and then phase five is uh crime scene photography which luckily thank god I tested out of, so How I officially, I officially passed it in our previous progress checks. Ooh. Um, so I don't have to do that on test day. Thank God. Okay. Um, because that was a pain in the ass. Um, and then phases five and six are are sketches. One sketch from top down and one sketch from right in front. How are how's your uh, how's your drawing? We, we do it on graph paper, so everything is very squared off, so mm-hmm. it's actually not that bad. 
Um, I've actually gotten really comfortable with it because I've done it once or twice a day for the last week and a half, okay, sketching so. the same thing. Yeah. Um. So, like, I know that when I draw my bed, it's going to be 10 squares by 20 squares. I know that my dresser is going to be five squares by eight squares. And I know that my little table is going to be five squares squared. Right. So once you get once you know those measurements in your head because you've done them so often, mm -hmm. it simply you can rearrange the room however the hell you want. It's not going to matter because I know what my measurements are. Right. So part of it is. Part of it has gotten easy, but I still it takes me on average an hour to complete each sketch from start to finish. Okay. To include to include are they, the sketching. Are they detailed include, or is it pretty pretty baseline sketch? Is it like a hold that, hold that thought? Because when he went in and said everything's in detail, I'll get into this with him in a second too. He went to the sniper course and they used to have to do that shit. So I know he has practice in it. Um, but if you don't have artistic ability and you're investigating, it's kind of rough. I was just telling right. them that, so. um, I know I was, I was telling them I was talking to you this when you get back, but I remember you going through that sniper course, oh uh, or the God, sniper dude. prep course for, for Natum. You saw NSC. me at a low level of stressed out that <laughs> not a whole lot of people have But I remember seen. you having to, I don't know if you guys had to draw it or if you guys had to remember every detail. Yes. No, no. We, we drew. We were, so, we were but everything things. you find you found you had to draw in like ridiculous detail. Yeah. Um, so here we go. This is my most recent. Hold on. Which direction am I going here? Okay. So it's like a, it's like a floor plan. Yeah. Floor oh, plan. okay. That makes That's sense. That's the idea. I thought you were saying sketching like, um, no, no, like no, no, character no. sketches and shit. I was like, I no, think no, they, no, no. I think that, that would be insane. I think the police departments have those. Right, so this is the what the top-down sketch looks like. You're right. So there, here's my my dresser with a gun on top of it. That's a cell phone. There's the bed, mm -hmm. table, right. And then the other one is um, what the actual wall itself looks like. Right. So I got my big old door. I got my window with a break in it. Stuff like that. Okay. Now, but, those boxes. I'm assuming. Uh, represent x amount of distance or no 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 it is we specifically add this to our legend at the bottom that says this is not to scale oh okay. like that's a that's a required piece we have to have in there we have to state this is not to scale and then you draw Which, lines i saw there was some numbers and stuff on there is that the scale those part? are no no those are actual measurements distance measurements from key points on my pieces of evidence to designated areas they, they step counts or are you doing no like i have a a um the fuck's it called a tape measure like a walk okay like one of those yeah. walking ones they have for construction you ever seen those no electric... i don't need it i've seen them you said those no, we don't have ones? anything that big those things are the shit dude they like roll them on the ground they don't have a tape measure or anything but they're like, I've super seen them. accurate yeah. yeah or they're all digital yeah or the, the gps ones they have those are fucking insane too yeah but anyway so i will be doing that kind of stuff uh for another week i take my big test on monday and then we move on to the next unit now yeah. yesterday a bunch of classmates, we went to St. Louis for the day on Saturday, uh, went to the St. Louis Zoo for the first couple hours of the day. Completely free. Really cool. Nice. Um, yes, we walked around there um, and then we went downtown to we ate lunch at the uh, the Budweiser Brew House, which was right across the street from Bush Stadium where the Cardinals play. It's, the Cardinals were playing. Don't. 
the don't. Cardinals. I know. I know. Bush Stadium. That yeah. could be my new second favorite team. In St. Louis. Yeah. Anyway, they were playing the Love Pirates at Bush the time. Lotsing. So we were watching a game in this really big, cool, open restaurant area, literally right across the street from straightaway center field. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we got some pictures at the St. Louis Arch. And then as we were driving home, got hit with the most massive thunderstorm I have ever driven through. I was waiting for just a tornado to appear out of nowhere mm-hmm. we had to pull off to the side of the road under an overpass for a while because the hail was hitting my truck so hard i was worried my windshield was going to cave in what's up jones jonesy jonesy what's up that's fucking crazy <laughs> but yeah so then today i spent the day at the uranus fudge factory <laughs> remember <laughs> me mentioning this last week i discovered this place Oh my God, it is literally two blocks from my hotel. And I finally got around to trying to, to going there. Mm-hmm. Um, go check out my Facebook page. Uh, my Facebook profile, I did a, a big long post about it with a whole bunch of pictures. They are hilarious. Like, for example, when you walk into the Fudge Factory slash General Store, all of the employees start shouting, Welcome to Uranus! <laughs> <laughs> like, I walked up to the counter to buy... This fudge, which is fucking delicious, by the way. Oh, my God. Yeah. And this lady goes, how can I pack your fudge today? The owner of that is the most genius fucking person. He's amazing. Yeah. And then uh, I go to check out because I bought a couple other souvenir items and stuff. I go to check out and they go, thanks for picking Uranus. (laughs) Thanks for picking Uranus. Thanks for picking Uranus. Yeah. They, They go these jokes man it's hilarious and i took a picture can that uh, be I president took, i took several pictures of like t-shirts that they were selling each one was more hilarious than the other i tell you what just because i'm in a good mood um i'm gonna read you off some of these uh uh some of these t-shirts that they have oh okay. um they have a newspaper there called the uranus examiner <laughs> Um, there's a local cat called Johnson. There's a sign that says, this is Johnson. He lives in Uranus. Johnson <laughs> loves to be stroked and pet. Everyone loves Johnson and Uranus. Uh, let's see what else we got. Um, oh, there's a, um, Pick your they, have a president. they have a three-piece animatronic band, right, in a, uh, like a outdoor dining area. Somebody will put in a dollar in these cheesy old school animatronics will play like old school bluegrass right mm-hmm. they're called the the uranus pickers <laughs> yep uh let's see oh they have uh uranus dental and proctology clinic the best cavity search in town the best cavity <laughs> search in town. <laughs> yep uh and then there's also the uranus ice cream company there they say uh one lick of uranus and you'll go nuts and then uh they have some words that says ice cream when uranus shakes and my heart malts when i spread when i spend my sundays in uranus (laughs) so clever that place is Uh, the shit (laughs) oh it's the shit (laughs) it's it's the fudge uh okay so the first t-shirt i almost bought it said the uranus gas and lube company uh uh, we pump it in the front and lube it in the rear. <laughs> uh, here's the, here's the other one. Oh, that's right. You remember the mini golf I told you about? The putt pirates. 
The Putt Pirates. The Putt Pirates. That's yep. hilarious. Uh, this one, this T-shirt says, "Sink your balls into our putt holes." <laughs> uh, there's also a T-shirt for the Uranus Mortuary, and their slogan is, "We bury them deep in Uranus." <laughs> um. Oh yeah. Not to mention, there's the slogan for the whole place is. The best fudge comes from Uranus. I fucking love it, dude. It's amazing. I need to show you this this sign that I almost bought. <laughs> I don't know if that's Uranus Fudge Factory exit. Uh, not the bottom part, but okay. But anyway, check out my Facebook page and you'll you'll see it. Okay, and then here we go. The Uranus Butt Pickers. It's a promotional T-shirt. For their for their reach around America tour. <laughs> their reach around your... the reach around America tour. Obviously know. not a real thing. I don't know who the owner of this is. He's so clever. But what yeah. a fucking legend of a human being. That's all I have to uh, say. Here's another one that I found. They have their own brand of wine and liquor. Mm. Yeah. So here's a sign that we found. Sip. Wait, sip happens in Uranus. Yep. <laughs> Uranus wines. Yep. Uh, uh, yeah, and then I got a picture of myself with my fudge standing under a sign. I don't know if you can read that no, sign. No, I can't. Shit. It says, get your fudge packed. Get your fudge packed. <laughs> and you got your fudge packed, right? I got my fudge packed. Uh, I got a couple it. Pieces. I got packed nice and tight. <laughs> and I will actually be munching on this fudge uh, as we go on tonight. All right. I'm gonna. This is a, uh, a chocolate caramel fudge, mm. and these pieces are straight from your anus. Mass. Oh my god! Straight <laughs> thick fudge straight from your anus. <laughs> it's so good. It's such good fudge, man. Like. So that one was chocolate and caramel. Oh, fuck. And then this fudge has nuts in it. It's got, it's got pecans in it. That shit's amazing. And then the other one I got is a... Uh, it's Butterfinger. Like, oh my god, look at that. There's literally just crushed Butterfingers on top. Right from your anus. That right is... from... Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that's what I did today. Well... <laughs> My uh, my week hasn't been as cool as yours. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to have a week there in that. Um, I haven't really done much, honestly. It's been pretty nice. Oh, fudge is not mixed with blue moon. No, mm. you mean orange and chocolate? Not a good thing. Not a good. Yeah, combo. oranges generally don't uh go well with Uranus. Oh no! Don't stick oranges in Uranus. No. That uh, should have been the title of our damn podcast. Fuck those things. <laughs> um, the best fudge really does come from Uranus, and I'm not getting paid for this promotion. Ten no. out of ten. But if they want, go check to. it out. Yo, look up my look. Pull up my Facebook page. Look up. I don't your, think it's it's Uranus, Missouri, right? Uranus, Missouri. Yep. Right outside. It's not even. Of... It's, it's not even a town. It's a. It's not a location, it's a destination. That's what their website says. Um, it is just north of Fort Leonard Wood Base. Um, it's in the town of St. Robert, which is where I'm staying. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's literally all it is. It's right off of Old Highway 66. Like, it's off of a side, what used to be Old Highway. I think it's Old Highway 44. Yeah. Okay. 
New Highway 44 came in. It's nice and straight and four lane and everything. But right next to it is old Highway 44, where it's a two lane windy. And all of a sudden, Uranus, Missouri, right? Uranus. It's a big sign and everything. Um, yeah. Uranus, Miss Hurry. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. So, yeah, my week wasn't as good as yours. But uh, so I decided on what my final project's going to be for my degree. Ooh, do tell. Do tell. Um, so I'm going to this criminal intelligence class, uh, which I... is very interesting. As we spoke about it uh, earlier this yep. week, we had went through a whole scenario and attack scenarios and uh, and all of that, which was really interesting. Um, <clears throat> ooh, based off me. an attack in in uh, India. So right. I thought about it. I was like, "What's a a polarizing thing that's going on right now?" And we'll always go on American. It's that's the Second Amendment, right? Right. And I was like, what's a different take on the Second Amendment that people usually don't usually don't do? And I'm gonna do my research and do my paper on the uh how the Second Amendment influences and uh enhances our homeland security. Because okay. when the Japanese uh thought about attacking, like land attacking. Uh, there's a famous quote from the general, I'm paraphrasing, but basically said... Y Yamoto, there will be a gun behind every blade of grass, right? Yes. Like, yeah, we're not going to invade the United that. States because those motherfuckers will kill us. <laughs> you don't even need Seriously. the army. Like the, the, our, the Our military you don't even need because there's so many uh, gun toters in America. So I'm going to go over... I'm going to do that, do a, a pretty in-depth um, analysis on, on how uh, legal... Carry of weapons mm. actually enhance our homeland security more so than for sure. Because I mean, you look at Ukraine. That's what's getting them by is a lot of those people had fucking guns and said, yeah. "You're not taking my land." So, well, you should also, I think, um, an interesting other kind of amendment to that would also be um, a review of the history of disarmed citizens. Yes, like uh, China and. Recent, most recently, somewhat most recently, China, Canada. Well, the yeah. So the big three that everyone always points to is China, Russia, and World War II Germany, specifically the the Jews, right? Yep. So, but theoretically, though, um, I saw an interesting video just recently, stumbling through the dark corners of YouTube, and it was all of the worst. It, oh, it was a list of top ten deadliest dictators right oh, so obviously you had yeah. stalin and russia and mao and pol pot and uh, a couple uh dictators in africa and whatever whatever but the video made a point of emphasizing that every single one of these dictators who killed tens of millions of people all had one thing in common is they all disarmed their citizens yep every single one of them which i mean i hate statistics we all know my feeling on stats because they can get played on both sides. Well, these are the facts. These aren't statistics. These are just straight, cold, hard facts. But statistically speaking, how many? You said 10? So This 10 was just a, a list of top 10. 10 out of 10 of those dictators took the guns away from people and then killed them all. So, and then killed them. Statistically speaking, yeah. even though I hate them, that's 100%. If <laughs> and if your government is trying to take your guns away from you, that's probably statistically not speaking, there's a very good chance that they are going to try and exterminate people. Or a, in most cases, it was a particular ethnic group, like especially in the African mm -hmm. dictators, it was all um, it was mostly ethnic. But that also was 
did China you, as well. Did you know? I didn't realize this until uh, a couple of days ago. I was watching a video about it. Um, after the Civil War, the Southern states, so everyone obviously could carry a weapon for the most part back then. They banned African Americans from carrying weapons uh, directly after the Civil War in the South because they didn't want all their slaves to rise up against them. Yep, which is great. I never knew that. That was a, a very interesting fact that I learned. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it happens. It's, it's happens in the world and it's somewhat happy yeah. in the United States. I don't know if they'll ever get that, that far with us. Um, just cause the massive God, weapons I hope that not. we have. I hope not, but. And I think some bad things will happen before that, but. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, anyway, on a, on a lighter <laughs> note, you know what we haven't played in a long time? Ooh. Our word. Yeah. Game. Yeah. We haven't done that in a minute. Have we? No. Okay. And... So we're going to go back to word association rather than makes me think of. No. This do makes me think of. I like that one a little okay. bit better. It's easier. Sure. It's easier to... Uh, Fair enough. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Jones, I'll let you go first this week. Your cue is fudge. <laughs> fudge makes me think of Uranus. <laughs> Uranus makes me think of space. And space makes me think of... I was going to say something naughty, but I'm not going to do it. Space <laughs> makes me think of uh, NASA. NASA. Okay. NASA makes me think of the Apollo missions, which makes me think of the Apollo 13 movie, which was great, by the way, which makes me think of the late, great Bill Paxton. I don't know what the fuck it is. Uh, do you remember the cast of Apollo 13? No. No, I don't. Damn. Okay. Uh, do you remember the movie Twister? Here, this is what I'll, I'll... Oh, yeah. So Bill Paxton makes me think of Twister. Uh, okay. Which actually makes me think of Missouri. Which makes Naturally. me think of Tornado Shelters. <laughs> okay. Tornado Shelters um, makes me think of old school Tornado Cellars, which makes me think of The Wizard of Oz, hmm. which makes me think of uh, my senior high school theater production. My my high school actually put on the entirety of the Wizard of Oz. Uh, I played Uncle Henry in the Ozian Guard. Yeah, oh. it was actually it was actually a really fun time. Yeah, so, but no, we did the whole production. Like our band and orchestra was the pit orchestra, whole nine yards. So theater production, mm. I never did theater, but makes me think of me being the only saxophone in the pit orchestra, <laughs> probably ever. Uh, which makes me think of oh, what's that movie that they just Phantom of the Opera. Ooh. Which makes me think of uh, Broadway. But to go off of that, they just did their last performance of that. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not a big that... theater guy, but that's pretty crazy. That's a, so, that's a historical mm, thing. Right. So Phantom of the Opera is in my top three favorite musicals ever. Has mm -hmm. been ever since I started learning what musicals were. And this means, unfortunately, that I will never actually get to see a live performance of it. Yeah, and that kind of hurts my soul a little bit. From Broadway, I'm sure schools and shit will do it, and but they'll never be. It won't be the same. You'll never have the top notch. I won't be able to travel to New York mm -hmm. to see it on Broadway. Now, my sister and brother-in-law did, and they said that. Do you remember the scene in the movie where they pick the chandelier up off of the stage and move it into the crowd or into the audience? They actually did that during the musical and my brother-in-law described it as the pipe organ at that section shook the foundations of the building 
And I so I want to see that so bad. Anyway, you know, okay, I bet so, that um I bet that was a top five performance that he's ever seen. It might have been. I know it was top for him. And um, speaking of that, we have a top five. Right <laughs> now. You didn't. You didn't take the hook. I did. Didn't I didn't see that coming. Oh, wow. it was a good one. I, before, I expected to go again. Honestly, before we um, <laughs> I just thought it was a good transition. Uh, before we go into this, can you yeah. explain how the the podcast kind of works? Yeah, because... sure. Actually, while you're doing that, can you go back to our home screen then? Yep. All right. So, uh, if you guys are watching us for the first time, or maybe this is second or third, and um, I know recently we've been doing these kind of unusually, but right beneath my ugly mug, right here, you'll see a nice little handy dandy list of our daily topics. This is usually the script that we follow. Um, and we simply just kind of update what we talk about within these topics every week. So um, we just went through topics one and two, which is how we always start off our, our podcast. This is episode 15 now? Fifth, well, technically 17, but it's 15. We, we, don't, we don't count those other two. <laughs> Maybe 18, because I think we did one yeah. of them twice. Who knows? Anyway, yeah, so uh, we are now going into... Oh, yeah. And before I mention that, we've been the last five or six episodes, we've been keeping them very well. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, themed. Yes, they've been themed. Right. So the theme this week is uh, breakfast and breakfast cereal related. So that takes us into our top five, which is where we will collectively list off our top five favorite items within the category that we choose for the week. Right. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, our category this week is cereal. it up breakfast cereal specifically. Yes. Yes. Mm. Cold. Yes. And okay. I'll, so we'll, I'll talk about that here in a there, little bit. There right. are a few of us that grew up on hot cereal during the winters, like your oatmeal, your chocolate malt oatmeal, your cream of wheat, which to this day, I still absolutely love this stuff. Um, But I'll, we wanted to, we I'll wanted come to on that one. Sure. In, in two seconds. <laughs> All right, Jonesy, do you want to go first then? Yeah, you know. Uh, you want to start from number Hit one it. or we're going to go from number five? What do you want? Ooh, we haven't started from number five yet. Yeah. All know. right, let's do it in reverse order. All right. This is maybe <clears throat> somewhat of a hot take. But I really enjoy honeycomb. Oh, cereals. the old school honeycombs. I remember seeing the commercials for this as a kid watching like Saturday morning cartoons. You yeah. know what I mean? Like old school cartoon network. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so this one never took off in my family, unfortunately. So I think I maybe had it once at a friend's house 20 years ago. So this one for me, um, I didn't have it very often because we got, I didn't grow up with a ton of money, right? We grew up, right. I grew up halfway decent, but now with a shitload of money. Mm -hmm. um, so it would be like a special one every once in a while. It would be on sale at yeah. Walmart or Meyer in Michigan or something. And uh, you get and a you box never of bought honeycomb. name brand, right? Oh, you fuck got the no. massive bags of the General Mills Walmart off brand. Right? Actually, that <laughs> something like that will be on my list here here in a few. But yeah, the honeycomb, I the taste of it was so good as a kid. And yeah. I'm not a big cereal guy. I'll just be completely honest. Um, but I love me some honeycombs. What yeah, about you, boy? That that takes me back. Okay, speaking of taking me back, um, number five is my is from my good old friend Tony the Tiger. Frosted Flakes. Now, this one was on the list 
not only because I really liked it, but because they were, it was always special in that we could buy them. Do you remember the individual serving containers? The, the plastic Dude, round still, containers? They still have those bitches at the at gas station. I know. Stuff. Yeah. I know. Well, and I get, I used to get this. I used to get number five and my number four pick a bunch on my, on deployment. Oh. Because they were what because they were one of the only things that was available as a grab and go option twenty four seven, which right working security law enforcement was great. is absolutely because <laughs> yeah. most of the time I got really sick of the crappy defect food and I always knew I could have a bowl of frosted flakes and it was going to get me through right. Mm-hmm. But that was also another special thing for us as a kid, for me as a kid, because um, our family every once in a while we would get those little travel size boxes, mm-hmm. and me and my older brother Evan would always fight over the frosted flakes, so. There, there's some there's some familial childhood history with uh, with that, but we didn't get it very often. But when we did, it was usually pretty special. I love those frost. Did I put that on my? I didn't. Wow. Honorable mention for me. I didn't. You you I have love to revamp this. Huh? They're <laughs> the one. They're the one cereal that when it gets soggy, it's still okay. Yes. A lot of the ones that get soggy taste like asshole afterwards. But those mm-hmm. ones, for some reason, and then the milk just becomes sugary. Um, yes. but and that tastes like rum chata. <laughs> that kind of does taste like rum chata. Um, the another one that makes it super sugary is my Pebbles. man, but not fruity pebbles from fruity pebble from General Mills. No, fruity oh, pebbles you're... or wherever the fuck it's from. It's the fruity dino bites. I don't even know what those. It was these. It's fucking... the Walmart off brand, right? I used to get the Meyer one because Walmart's oh, a shit show. Yeah. And in Michigan, here says Dino, her powder says Dino Pebbles. I'll get to your guys' list yes. uh, before we get to our number <laughs> one, too. But um, yeah, Dino Pebbles or wherever the Meyer brand is, wherever the off brand is, one, the off brand mm-hmm. one is, is better than any other uh, version of Fruity Pebbles you could possibly get. I yep. love them so much, dude. They're so good, dude. And those will make an appearance on my list when too. they I get soggy. Wanna, I want to point that out. And it like soaks in all the milk. Doesn't matter. Oh man. Does not right. matter. Now the one drawback with those though, is if you leave a few in your bowl and you don't wash it out immediately, they turn into fucking cement. Dude, it's impossible. You can't. It's the. You might as well throw your bowl. bowl away. You might as well. Seriously. You'd have a better job of, of getting out like cooked on oatmeal. You need a you jackhammer I mean? to get it off. <laughs> <laughs> I've taken to simply filling the bowl with water and soap and leaving it to rest overnight. Because that's the only way I can clean that shit yeah, out. <laughs> I, I use holy water, and that's the only way it comes off for mm. me. Speaking of which, you know how you make holy water? Huh. You boil the hell out of it. You fucker. <laughs> <laughs> What's your number four? <laughs> okay, my number four is Raisin Bran. I mentioned that um, number four and number five, I ate a bunch How do you spell on my raisin? deployment. <laughs> R-A-I-S-I-N. Yeah, you got it right. Oh, okay. And it's brand. It's not brand, right? E-R-A-N. Yeah. yeah. Um, but also, this is one that my family got consistently growing up. Mm-hmm. We almost always had some raisin brand in the cupboard. But I'm, yeah, so. I'm a big fan. Really? You know why I'm not a big fan? Is it the raisins or the bran? It's the bran. <laughs> it's the it's the sugar. There's no sugar on it. Like you can add sugar. Well, yeah. If you add sugar, have a couple Splenda packets from the coffee section of your defect, and but it's all be a man. Like, add that your own. You won't. 
I never ate any of this as an actual man, by the way. So I don't think I've had cereal since I became a man. So, but uh, man, but yes, it was always just like Cheerios. It was always kind of bland to me. And see, that's where the raisins came in, though. The raisins is I, where all the flavor came. I from. like the raisins out of it. Yeah, it's, they were kind of like it. Lucky Charms. You pick them out. Like I picked the raisins <laughs> out. Like I picked the marshmallows out. <laughs> yeah, could, well, because with with brand name raisin brand, the raisins were sugar coated. And they were always just that much better. Maybe I never actually had name brand raisin bran. That might have been a problem. I don't know. Stale ass fucking Walmart raisin (laughs) bran. (laughs) All right. Anyway. All right. Number three for you. Let's see it. Number three for me might be a another um, hot take. Maybe hot take, but ah, yeah. So these are a big hit with my family, for my older siblings and my mom. I hated these. It tasted like I was chewing on a a piece of wicker. You have you know to. What I mean, so this is the one where it's. It, I I used to eat them like as a snack, mm-hmm. without milk, too. Yeah, um, my sisters used to do that. But it's, once you get to the bottom of the box and there's no frosting on them, you just you kind of just press when you get cereal in the morning. But it, towards that top yeah. middle of the box where there's tons of frosting on them. Man, that milk tastes so good too. Once it kind of soaks in, <laughs> and it like soaks the milk into it after you know five ten minutes of being in there. Oh, I love me some just, frosted. I meats. could just never get over the fact that the bulk of the cereal tasted like sawdust. Just the texture tastes like sticks and sawdust. I'll say out of a lot of the cereals, this one I think did one of the best jobs, if not the best job, um, with flavors. So like the strawberry frosted mini wheats were fucking delicious. Yeah, okay. The berry ones were delicious. The regular ones, OG ones, were delicious. Mm. Um, and some of the cereals, like you'll get, like, like I love me some some Captain Crunch every once in a while. But they had some Captain Crunch flavors. You're like, what the fuck is this? Seriously, never with Frosted Mini Wheats though. Seriously though. Okay, speaking of which, you know that's a hell of a segue because my number three is good old original Captain Crunch. I'm no, 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 no. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Captain Crunch. Okay, so I don't dislike Crunch Berries. Mm-hmm. I will eat Captain Crunch with Crunch Berries. But if I'm going to buy it by myself, it's just Captain Crunch. You know, I think my favorite part of the Captain Crunch is the square pieces. You know what I'm talking about? So you have Isn't like the balls. What the cereal is. Oh, Barry just has the balls, like the different colored balls, and yeah. then it has the square pieces, right? So yeah, mm-hmm. regular Captain Crunch, that portion is my favorite. They also, their peanut butter one is holy shit delicious. See, I thought you were going to mention the peanut butter under the, one of those flavors that was like, what the fuck? No. no the, I didn't like the it. The peanut butter one was so good. Something <laughs> about the peanut butter and the milk. Oh man, it was, it was delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a love-hate relationship when it comes to peanut butter flavored things mm-hmm. because in a lot of cases I don't like it because it just it's it's too rich, it's too thick and it just makes me thirsty. And for some reason if you're a snack that makes me thirsty, I don't like it. So yeah, for example, and, and part of that is a ratio thing, right? So I will demolish a packet of Reese's pieces. Mm-hmm. But if you give me big old Reese's peanut butter cups, really Yes, yeah, I, I mean, love me some peanut butter cups. I'll eat one, and then I'm like, God, where's the milk? Where's the water? I'm I'm thirsty now. We never done right? candy on this, have we? It's a weird thing. Oh, yo, well, we did road trip snacks. That, but you, you're not a candy. It, guy, didn't make it as so. a podcast. 
Ah, we might have to that, revisit that in a few one, months. That's the one that didn't record, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's probably our best podcast ever that no one will listen to. Cause, uh, yeah, because we didn't record any audio for that one. Shit, yep. I remember that now. Now, hopefully everyone oh. can hear us and we're recording audio right now. Uh, before we go into our next top two, we'll go over some ones in the chat. Uh, oh, yeah. Let's says, see what's, Honey what's, what's Echoes. Likes, oh, I forgot about that one. Um, And then Ponders also says Dino Pebbles from the Commissary. Um, they always came in yes. these, these giant bags. Yes. Yeah. Like, like the big five pound bags for cheap, dude. Like if you're living Those on a budget, if you're balling on a budget, that's the way to go. And then, uh, Echo says, um, Captain Crunch, oops, all berries, cinnamon no! toast crunch, cinnamon toast crunch, yep. um, honeycombs, tricks, classic. Oh. I forgot about tricks. Tricks. I never, pebbles. I have never eaten Twix, Twix tricks in my life i have I, never had them i think i had it once maybe because they're always expensive as fuck like some of the yeah. i'll be honest we got on like ebt when i was like really young so we have a lot of money it's <laughs> whatever, whatever whatever the government said you can get but yeah um, yeah 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 I, honestly right, what's, what's your number two what's, what's your number two my number two i spelled wrong on my list um for i'll some help reason. you out don't worry oh no it's it's not a hard one <laughs> Apple Jacks. Dude, I fucking love yeah. Apple Jacks. It's also uh, my dad's favorite. So my dad That makes me. sense. He's not a cereal eater at all. He's never been one. But you get a box of Apple Jacks, that shit's his. I would have to like sneak a bowl every once in a while because it was bought specifically for him. <laughs> but Apple Jacks are the shit, dude. They are so... I do not touch. They're my... Yeah. Um, they're my second favorite cereal to eat dry. Yeah. Because I can see that. if I you could put those in a baggie and bring them on a road trip or you know to the um not movie theater the the drive-in movies or whatever yeah, yeah. and it was always good so I I love me some Apple Jacks classic what about you I like it I think the only reason Apple Jacks weren't anywhere on my list is because I never had them as a kid ever it was a special occasion I, for us yeah and the the Meyer brand um yeah big in Michigan um. <clears throat> The Meyer brand Apple Jacks were really fucking good too. Mm. Yeah, off brand, I think, in a lot of cases, does better. Anyway, yeah, um, I agree wholeheartedly. So I agree with Echo on my number two, uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yes, Cinnamon Toast Crunch is amazing for multiple reasons. I think one of which is the fact that drinking the milk afterwards is just so amazing yes it is and and cinnamon toast crunch does a better job of not going stale if you leave it in the box for too long hmm. I never thought so about you that. can you can eat it way past it's trust me i figured this out the hard way in korea <laughs> <laughs> um no apple uh, apple jacks cinnamon toast crunch stays better for longer mm -hmm. in a less than optimally sealed bag interesting and I... it also does not get soggy as quickly as most other cereals i i so, uh while we're talking about this. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. My favorite cereal is... Crunch. <laughs> also Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <laughs> I... Just call it CTC. That's fine. All it's, right. it's Cinnamon Toast Crunch on my list. But Cinnamon Toast Crunch, I agree with you tenfold. Like, yeah, so, so much. Good. It's so delicious. The, the texture... I'm not a, I don't really give a shit about texture for the most part. I know you're pretty big on texture for your foods and I'm stuff. I'm a texture guy. Yeah. Um, 
the sure. texture of cinnamon toast crunch though is perfect yes and when you leave it in milk for a little bit of time it gets soggy but it for it still keeps its shape yeah. and the milk like you said is by far the most delicious of any other milk you can get and the off-brand one still delicious it's one yeah. of the few though where i will say the off-brand is not as good as cinnamon toast crunch i agree i i'll i 100 agree with you now um my number one uh jones you mentioned it it's on your list really pounders chimed in with it instantly and yeah this is one of the rare cases where the off-brand stuff not dino pebbles oh yeah yeah you're right it they're called fruity dino bites when you get them from the the off-brand stuff they are way better than fruity pebbles and i actually did research on this uh, because I wanted to know if indeed the off-brand, because we only ever bought off-brand cereal, yeah, right? I was very if my can help it, right? But I remember once, um, most of the time as a kid, when I would have fruity Dino bites or fruity pebbles or whatever the case was, it was when I would visit my aunt's house, mm -hmm. and she would have them. And I remember thinking, oh yeah, we finally get to have these because we didn't really have them, we didn't really buy it growing up. But this is my go-to cereal currently. Like right now, I have a four pound bag of this shit sitting on top of my fridge Which in my the, apartment. The bag that, that shit, yeah, that's, a, that's an apocalypse bag. <laughs> it lasts forever. <laughs> it lasts forever. There's a fuck with those, with those resealable bags, oh, right? Yeah, they were always the but, best. You just tear off the little top and you, yep. Instead of crunching the bag up and tossing it back in the box, now the box looks bloated. Mm -hmm. Yeah, zip it up. Yep. But I remember one time. I think I was in college. Um, it was at some point recently where I had my own money. I decided I was going to buy a box of Fruity Pebbles just to see mm -hmm. which one's better. Fruity Pebbles are bad. Yeah, they are. Like, the, compared like to, the flavoring is all off. Compared, it's off. Compared like, to um, off-brand ones, yeah. for sure. I know mine says Fruity Pebbles, but we all talked about it's the off-brand. We one. all know what it is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> mine just has to be a regional off-brand as opposed to a, a national off-brand. Yeah. I, I like the, the General Mills stuff from mm -hmm. either um well any walmart brand or the kroger brand stores like the dylan's that i Dude, shop at they kroger sell the brand. same thing kroger brands the well, shit. They, they sell the exact same thing yeah. it's the exact same oh really walmart and kroger it's brand the same sub company that get, does the cereal for both of them interesting we used to have a kroger in michigan we always get uh cheaper stuff yeah. there and it was great a lot of their off-brand stuff i i think personally off-brand is is the best except um, when it comes to pop except when it, well yeah i mean are, you're, you, you're trying you to tell me that mr thunder is actually better than dr pepper no like, let's be honest so is, here. is rc cola considered <laughs> off-brand because as the young kids would say rc oh, cola shit. fucking slaps <laughs> it's a cola. slap actually especially the red um something red uh big red big red big red oh my Dude. god it's the cinnamon a, flavored stuff. They don't Whoa. sell it out here. So we went back to Michigan and uh, this is going off topic a little bit. Um, but we went back to Michigan and every time my grandparents could drive out here, the kids ask them to bring out Big Red because it's not in California. <laughs> so Hell yeah. They bring out like <laughs> 10, two liters of it. It's probably known in the state of California to cause cancer, just like everything else. <laughs> uh, oh man. But going into a somewhat Wait. more... 
Huh? Oh, hold on a second. Echo, what, uh, I got a bunch of stars when he's talking about the type of, the, uh, the thingy, the channel you used to watch. Uh, YouTube channel oh, I used to watch who calls hentai off <laughs> so just... Oh. <laughs> that's next, uh, that's next podcast, Echo. And it's going to be only O'Leary talking about it. Definitely, no, it is not. Definitely not me. No, it is not. <laughs> as, long as, you, as long as you don't get into lolly or anything, any some shit like that. Hey, that's true. Don't be a douche. Yeah, we don't mess with that or stuff. Or a pedo. Anyway. So. Lost pause. <laughs> we, did, right. uh, we did law enforcement uh, the past couple times. We do our hero of the week. Yeah. Um, we're our partial to law enforcement. I would say, generally speaking. Um, because we both did some facet of law enforcement in the military, mm-hmm. and there's some pretty bad motherfuckers. But we haven't talked about this in a, in a while as a firefighter. Oh yeah, and this doesn't involve him actually fighting a fire. So, um, hell, uh, Gilbert, fire and rescue paramedic. So he's both. He's he's mm-hmm. a twofer. Uh, Josh uh, Milne. So he was driving down the road, and there was this lady fucking going in and out of traffic. Where's this guy from? This is uh, Gilbert, Arizona. Gilbert, Arizona. Yeah, All right. So, so he's this lady's driving in and out of traffic, and he, um, as a paramedic or uh, and firefighter with his experience, goes, "I think she's having some health complications." So he he drives up, positions his car um, for her to crash into him. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, so he drives up, um, stops his car, so she crashes into him. Uh, he sustains no injuries. He then gets out and then treats this woman for um, whatever health complications she did have. So it doesn't mention what she was. What she uh, was from. Doesn't really mention no. Um, okay, because funny you should mention that. We had a similar instance last year at our main gate, where we ran a 1920, which is a drunk driving mm-hmm. on a guy who was actually suffering from um, early stages of diabetic shock. So he wasn't drunk. He was literally having a, a, a health episode. Yeah. Um, so pro tip for you guys, they might not be drunk. They might be diabetic. That's a high possibility. Um, yeah, no, the, like this guy, he was he was marking off. He was checking all the box for a drunk driver. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, the symptoms of... Um, What's it called? Diabetic shock. Mm-hmm. Um, match that criteria very closely. So I would be curious to see if maybe that was something that this this particular lady was dealing with. But yes, kudos she... to this guy using his own vehicle as a like a human shield. Yeah, and then and then getting out and helping her. And yeah. he he says in there too. He said I could uh, see a woman having a medical emergency. She was unconscious. Uh, oh, she was driving shit. her vehicle, weaving in and out of traffic, and she was out of control. Um, had I not, uh, and he talks about positioning his truck to get hit by her. Um, she was possibly going off road, hit another car, another person. Uh, there's an embankment and railroad tracks that she could have gone over. So he was doing it specifically to preserve her life and the lives of others on the highway. And that's pretty fucking cool. uh, That is a true blue American hero. Not even on the job. Good for you, man. He wasn't even on the job. God, I hope insurance covered the damage to his truck. I'm sure. I think he was um, using his his fire rescue Better truck. have. Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, but you know what he'll go down in? Probably history. Big so, cojones of the. Oh my god, Jones, you are cranking out these segues. Senator, dude. 
We're getting there. You are on fire with it. I am. Oh, uh, we forgot to change the dates. Oh, I didn't. 16 April 2023. Or 23, right? That's all you want. Oh, shit. I'm, sta I'm staring at it. Wow. <laughs> I'm staring at it. The hell is in this? The moon ain't that strong. <laughs> <laughs> it's my third one of the day. Shut up. Um, alrighty. So, yeah. Uh, there was apparently a lot of stuff that happened on 16 April. So, I decided to just keep it down to one day. Uh, the featured event takes us all the way back to 1912 on this day. Um... On this day in 1912, American aviator Harriet Quimby became the first woman to fly across the English Channel, guiding her French monoplane through heavy overcasts from Dover, England to Hartelow, France. Um, I, so this predates Amelia Earhart by a number of years. But yeah, first female aviator to fly across the English Channel. That happened on this day in 1912. So Amelia Earhart was the first one to go over the ocean then? Across the Atlantic, yes. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So, so Miss Quimby here was a leading pioneer in flying over, I suppose, a large body of water being the English Channel. Not to mention the fact that it was apparently overcast as fuck. And like we know English weather to be, um, it's horrible. Um, anyway, um, more events on this day. In 2014, I actually didn't even know this was a thing. I must have totally missed out on this news story. But there was a South Korean ferry traveling from Incheon to Cheju, which capsized and sank, killing 304 people, most of whom were high schoolers. I don't remember anything about this in the news Me back either. in 2014. I was in college at the time, and I was, I would have liked to think, a learned individual who was um, keeping up on the news and stories and stuff. Didn't hear a single thing about this. Um, and even during my year in Korea, I've been to Incheon. It's a cool place, and not one person has ever mentioned anything about that to me. So, um, speaking of death, the, uh, today is the anniversary of the 2007 Virginia Tech shooting. Do you remember this, Jones? Oh, yeah. Well, not. I mean, I was a kid, but yes. Right. I remember the news story when it broke. It was one of the deadliest mass shootings in United States history. 33 people, including the shooter, were killed on the Blacksburg, Virginia campus of Virginia Tech. Yeah, I remember when this one happened. That was in 2007 on this day. Uh, let's see, going back to 2003, at the age of 40, Michael Jordan, the GOAT, widely regarded as, regarded as the best player in the history of basketball, played his last game in the NBA. He was with the, uh, he came back and played a few seasons with the Wizards, right? Washington Wizards? Well, is that... What team does it say? Was that after the Wizards? It doesn't. It doesn't specify. This might his, have been with the Bulls. He had his uh, short-lived baseball career read for that too. Oh, that's right. And Space that. Jam. <laughs> all righty. Um. All right. So wow, we jumped from 2003 all the way back to 1962 when American journalist Walter Cronkite. You remember the name? Oh yeah. Recognize the name. He became anchor of the CBS Evening News, a position he held for nearly two decades, during which time he became known as, you remember what his nickname was? I do not know. Quote, the most trusted man in America. Hmm. Wish we had those yeah. now. Yeah, no shit. Um, yeah, back when the news was actually news and factual. But um, yeah, I remember uh, uh, I mentioned the Apollo 13 movie earlier mm -hmm. um that movie did a really good job of taking actual snippets from his television broadcasts and using it in the movie 
because that's where people were tuning in to, was to CBS to watch Walter Cronkite talk about what was going on. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah, so um, uh, uh, 1962 on this day, he became the anchor for CBS Evening News. Let's see. Uh, 1947 was the birth of American basketball player Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who won five NBA championships with the Los Angeles Lakers. That was in 1980, 82, 85, and 87. Oh, and 88. Who was also regarded as one of the uh, the greatest, if not second He's or definitely third greatest up there. of all time. Well, he was he was the league-leading scorer for a number of years, wasn't he? Uh, he, like still he, holds he had a records, record for yeah. a number. Yeah, he did for a while. And I also think it's hilarious. He starred in the 1980 something movie Airplane. I love that. Remember movie. that movie? So he was one of the pilots. Oh, my God. That movie was hilarious. <laughs> All right. Going back a few years before that, on this day, 1943, Swiss chemist Albert Hoffman discovered the psychedelic properties of LSD which was the drug he had first synthesized in 1938. So a number of years before he synthesized the drug, and then it wasn't until 1943 that he realized that it was a, a, a psychedelic. And then the CIA took it over and did that. Yep. Crazy. Operation, uh, what was that operation? It wasn't Operation Northwoods. It I, was... Um, I can't remember off the top of my head, but basically brought people in with prostitutes, gave them LSD, and tried to mind control them. Yeah. That's oh, that was notes. the MK Ultra experiments. Yep. MK Ultra. Basically, the gist of MK Ultra is if you subject a person to enough fear, they will willingly give up rights in the name of safety. Hmm. Sound familiar? <laughs> but we don't. But we don't get political on this. Uh, no, on this no, podcast. No, well, L- look fun. up MK Ultra. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, let's go back even further. 1917. Vladimir Lenin. Speaking of really bad people, uh, he ended his 17-year exile and returned to Russia to form a provisional government. Yeah, Lenin is in the list of top 10 most ruthless dictators that killed a shit ton of people. All in the name of communism. Mm. Seems to be a trend. Right? <laughs> Kids today don't even know. No way, politics. All right. <laughs> Go ahead. But we don't get political on this podcast. <laughs> um, oh, here's this one's kind of cool. I This is on my bucket list as far as places to travel to in the United States. In 1908, on this day... The Natural Bridges National Monument was formally established in southeastern Utah. Have you seen this place? I have it is not, nuts. But Utah Go- is so beautiful, dude. I drove through there. Oh, man. It's one of the most beautiful places I've ever been in my life. Yeah. Go- While I keep going through this, do me a favor. Just Google Natural Bridges National Monument real quick. It'll blow your mind. It's, it's really cool. Um, on a humorous note, on this day in 1838... French forces occupied Veracruz, Mexico during what became known as the Pastry War. I can't think of anything more French than this. The Pastry War. Uh, It was a conflict that began after a French pastry cook living near Mexico City claimed that Mexican army officers had damaged his restaurant. So the French army said, God forbid they mess with the pastries. Don't touch my crepes. Don't. Uh, you stupid American. <laughs> what a crepe war. Crepes. Right. Yeah, but that became known as the Pastry War in uh, 1838. The French have hated us ever, ever since. 
right? Well, this was in Mexico, so it didn't even have anything to do with us. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right, let's see. In 1755, painter Elizabeth Vegie Le Brun, known for her portrait of Queen Mary Antoinette, or Marie Antoinette, she was born in Paris on this day in 1755. Um, I have yet to look at some of her original works, but I'm sure they are beautiful. Um, oh, sad day for us of Irish and Scottish descent, Jones. On this day in 1746, an English army defeated a Scottish force under Charles Edward Stuart, also known as Bonnie Prince Charlie, at the Battle of Culloden, ending the Jacobite Revolution and effort to restore the Stuarts to the England's to England's throne. So, if you want a little history lesson for the day, look up the Jacobite um, Revolution in England. Interesting bit of history there. But yeah, that was the last chance for Scotland to take over England, and they failed. Uh, back to France. This is our last event for the day. Um, in 1646 was the birth of architect Jules Hardouin Mansart. And I know I'm butchering that name because it's French, and they have a whole bunch of fake letters in their name. Uh, he was the architect who redesigned and expanded the Palace of Versailles, which is arguably one of the most beautiful buildings in existence. Except for the fact that they originally didn't build it with bathrooms. So French, the French people that worked and lived in the castle just took to shitting and pissing literally wherever. Which, Ooh. coincidentally, is also why the French invented perfumes and colognes to cover up the fact that they never bathed. So. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that is your day in history, April 16th. I honestly... I kind of enjoyed the history segments. Um, Good. For a mul multitude of reasons, but <laughs> one of the big reasons is, you know, you can't, you can't forget history or repeat itself, right? Mm. Also, it's crazy to think on the day that you're, like, on this specific day, a bunch of crazy shit happened. And it's mm. every day. There's not one day in the okay. year where something crazy didn't happen, which is right. insane. Um yeah, I, I enjoy them. That's just me. Heck yeah. But you know Good deal. what I don't enjoy? Yeah, let's introduce... Uh, this is our second week doing our this new segment, right, Jones? We, it is. And we took away yeah. the, uh, the last hot take one, because I think it was somebody's podcast. <laughs> so we were maybe... <laughs> yeah, maybe we kind of stole somebody's logo. But yeah, so this is replacing um, Darwin Awards, which yes. it was funny while it lasted. We got a good laugh out of them, but it became harder and, maybe, and harder to find good ones. Maybe eventually we'll, so, we'll bring it back for an episode we or might. something um, if we find some good ones. We always keep that one on standby. But for now, um, hot takes, the way this works is... Um, I'm going to do that. Sure. Uh, hot takes is something we just kind of came up with on the spur of the... It was a very spur of the moment thing. It was like... We we were I think we were originally going to call it unpopular opinion, something something like that. But we decided, hey, this is something. This is an opinion of ours uh, that we feel strongly about. That maybe not everyone agrees on. It can be completely random, or it can be in line with our um, whatever our topic is. So, like for this week, our topic is breakfast food or breakfast cereals, right? So our our hot takes this week are going to be um, opinions that we have that are probably aren't shared by everyone um based on that topic of breakfast foods so um 
it's not going to be like the debate. We're simply just going to state this and, you know, just kind of talk about it a little bit. Um, have some fun with it. Um, yeah, so we will uh, we'll see how this goes over the next couple weeks or so. Before I get in, well, I have two hot takes. Oh. The first one being, if you're not following us on one of our um, m- multiple um, mm. listening platforms, you should. Yeah. Because we are on Spotify. Literally everything. Apple Music, YouTube, Twitch, Rumble, all the other ones no one cares about, like Samsung Podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> we're on Spotify, if I didn't say yeah. that. Already. So we're literally everywhere. You can, Deezer. Anywhere you can possibly think of listening to a podcast or watching it, we're there. Um, to include so, Apple Podcasts now, finally. To include Apple Podcasts. Um, so go toss a follow on one of those devices. You can uh, listen to it if you don't want to see our ugly mugs. Um, or you can go over to YouTube, toss a, toss a subscription. <laughs> it's free. Just toss a follow on one of those. Give yep. us uh, whatever rating you think we deserve. Probably five mm. star. But um, if it's totally. less than five star, that's cool too. My everyone's entitled to their own hot takes. Yeah, even if <laughs> even if they're wrong, which mine isn't. Yep. And my hot take is hot cereal is not a thing. Oh, it is, it is not a thing. You know it's Bite not your tongue. You know it's not <laughs> um a cereal. Oatmeal. <laughs> you know what oatmeal is? It's oatmeal. <laughs> like, cream of wheat. Not cereal. Delicious. It's not because cereal, cereal means and you put, anything multo meal. Yeah, multo meal also not cereal. Just because you it's warm it up, cereal. just because you warm it with the microwave doesn't make it cereal. You have to you get a bowl, right? Now, depending on if you're a psychopath or if you're not a psychopath, um, <laughs> you pour the cereal in first, right? Then you pour your milk in there. That's cereal. So okay, so your criteria then is whether or not milk is added. It's a got, it's a cold breakfast food. Because I have a newsflash for you, buddy. That, Everybody who's anybody adds milk no. to either their cream of wheat or their oatmeal or their malto meal. Which is oatmeal. It's, <laughs> it literally says... You add a little bit of milk. Meal. Oatmeal. Oatmeal. Yeah. It's Cream it's of wheat. Not cream of cereal or cereal of wheat. It is... It is if you look at the box, it says cereal on it it's not a fucking it, thing i it is that's it my is. hot take it is um, it is a real thing also i love them, and I a psychopath, them by the way uh if you look in the chat he says oh, milk before echo. cereal. milk before cereal yeah so yeah i don't think hot cereal is an actual thing that's just me um people may think so it might be on a box every once in a while but it's not cereal cereal is delicious. a sugary breakfast uh cold sugary uh, breakfast item that you put milk in a bowl with. Uh, it's not Jones, I never oatmeal. took you to be somebody who's so closed-minded about stuff like that. No, you know, <laughs> you never took me to be someone who was so intelligent he could he could look past uh, the labels of society on on breakfast foods. I literally look at the label that's printed on the breakfast <laughs> food that says cereal. Yeah, and people think they're <laughs> men and women though, so <laughs> doesn't make it right. Oh God! All right. Well, so we know Jones is crazy. No. Uh, my my hot take is that Spam is actually a really good breakfast food when it's diced up and mixed with scrambled eggs. Spam is not good at any point in time. Spam is actually good <laughs> if it is diced up and thrown on the skillet with your scrambled eggs, gets a little bit cooked, mix in with the eggs, get all the flavor, pour a little salt pepper on them. That shit will stick with you through a hard day's work. I swear to you. It's amazing. Yeah. 
And especially when you cook it with the eggs, um, there's not even that much flavor. Exactly. Honestly. Spam tastes like spam, spam tastes like hot dog water. <laughs> spam epitome of what spam tastes, tastes like. like hot dogs. No, it tastes like a hot dog water. It doesn't taste like <laughs> hot dog. Hot dogs are delicious. Uh, yeah. Probably made but the yeah, same that, way. That's that that's my hot take. Spam is actually really good. <laughs> People just need to give it a try. You don't eat it raw. It's like Vienna sausages. You don't eat them raw. No, but you know, I I don't want to get started on that. What do you want to get started on, Jones? Uh, you know, I want to get started on uh, our segment. Uh, if you could explain this to the to the new yeah, don't listeners. don't get me started on this one. All right, so this is arguably our favorite yes uh, section uh, favorite topic that we do. It's a game that we're playing. We've been playing this ever since literally day one. Um, this was one of our founding uh, segments. I think this was like we decided we wanted to do a debate. We decided we wanted to do you laugh, you lose. And then we decided we wanted to do this. Mm-hmm. Those were like the three we based everything off of. I think this might um, be the second one. We, yeah. The, the second yeah. thing we thought of after the debate. Literally the very second thing. Um, but yeah, so we are also in the process of turning this into an actual card game. Uh, the way this game works is um, the way the card game will work is you will a player will draw a card that will have an innocuous topic on it, like ice cream trucks or um, escalators or something like that. And then they will roll a die, and you have a 50-50 chance of either getting a you love it, or a you hate it. Mm-hmm. And then you'll have a little minute-long egg timer. So, let's say I get escalators, and I roll the dice, and it says I love it. Start the egg timer, no time to think, and I have to go on a minute-long rant on all the reasons why I love escalators. Without stopping. All, all stream of consciousness, all off the top of your head. It's a great road trip game. I used to play it on road trips. Um, it would be a, it would be an ideal travel game mm-hmm. if you're like hungover, hungover, laid over oh, in an airport. Probably or you might be hungover in the airport. Your dad might be hungover. The kids might not. Be. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> okay. and but dad yeah, can so, talk about uh, how he hates everything at that point. So it'll be perfect. Yeah, right. Um, so the way we play this game is we target. We really do target each other here. Where so if I know Jones loves something. I'll tell him he has to say he hates it. Yes. And it's rough. I think last week I failed my first one. You did. Yeah. What one was it? Oh, Do you remember what it was. I told you that you love human centipede. The, the movie. Yeah. It's a, it's that's a cinematic right. oh themed. Uh, I couldn't, I couldn't come up with anything there. Oh. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Jones, would you like to go first then? Yeah. Um, Give me my hate. All right, your hate. Now, this is uh, breakfast and food related, right? Yes. Breakfast food related. All right. You hate having milk left over, so you have to pour yourself another bowl of cereal. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> so I, I, I do hate this. You know why? I'm trying to fucking lose weight right now, dude. I got this big old thing, a cinnamon toast crunch. Every piece of that's 96 calories and 47 grams of sugar. Yeah, I know it's delicious, but I bought myself a pretty big bowl because uh, I'm fat. Um, but within that pretty big bowl, I know that I'm getting my eight to 900 calories and 647 grams of sugar. Um, when I get done with it and it doesn't soak up all that milk and I got to pour myself a, another bowl of cereal, my self-control, which I have none of, um, <laughs> cannot kick in and tell me not to pour some more cereal in there and there's some cereals that the milk just doesn't taste good with after um 
not Cinnamon Toast Crunch. But there's some cereals out there that milk tastes gross. So why would I waste, as a, as a good American, why would I waste uh, milk? Um, so I do some more cereal. But then I gain about four to five more pounds. <laughs> you said I have this big old thing. I thought you were going to talk about your gut. <laughs> not just my dick. Yeah. <laughs> it's not big. Uh, anyways. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not into microbiology. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that was your hate. I'll, I'll do my hate then. All right. You hate eating dry cereal as a snack. Oh, yeah. No, I hate it. 100%. This is easy. Bingo. Okay. Cereal is meant to be eaten with milk. With cold milk, not room temperature milk. Cold really? milk. Yeah. Shut the... <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. Cold cereal that is meant to be eaten cold, not hot cereal. Cold cereal is made to be eaten with milk. Now, part of the reason is, is because uh, cereal by itself is really hard. It's designed to be, to soak up a little bit of milk and get a little bit soft so you can eat it and not worry about breaking a tooth. Right. You take that out of the equation, you're left with um, cereal that just doesn't quite taste right. Mm -hmm. Right. Like the milk adds a certain flavor. If you eat it without the milk, one, is too crunchy, right? You don't have the flavor of the milk. And I'm worried about breaking off a tooth, honestly. Especially if I'm eating Cinnamon Toast Crunch or Cap'n Crunch or whatever. You like shredded mini wheats. It's like chewing on tree bark and sawdust. Yeah. I love me some hard. So just go out there and <laughs> handful of that shit. Mm. I actually have never done that. I, I really don't like eating cereal without milk. Well, it's yeah. okay to have bad opinions. That's, uh, anyways, that's my that's my hot take. What's what's my love? <laughs> okay, your love. This happened to me like a week before I left for this course. You love pouring your cereal and then realizing you don't have any more milk. <laughs> you know, I actually do like this. Uh, for the reasons that he just discussed, uh, as oh, a, yeah, I mean, O'Leary what a cop out! Just discussed that he don't, <laughs> he doesn't like, or he don't like uh, the American way of eating cereal, which is by the handful. Um, if I just got a little bit of cereal in there, that's cool. I can chop those bitches while I'm watching a movie. I can pour it in a bag so later I can just eat them on the road uh, at the drive-in in the movies. Um, all kinds of stuff. I, I don't mind it honestly. There's Milk to me um, makes cereal from a meal to a snack. So if it has if it has uh, milk in it, it is now a meal. If it does not have milk in it, it is now a snack. And I'm I a think snacker. that's one of the most profound things you've ever said. I mean, it's <laughs> it's correct. Um, yeah. I so agree with give you me some one. Apple Jacks. Um, no milk in there. Congratulations. Uh, I don't have to eat a whole bowl of cereal. I just have to do a little bag of uh, of Apple Jacks as a snack. They become apple snacks. They become apple snacks instead of apple jacks. <laughs> you know, you can't do not that bad. with hot cereal because it's not, not a fucking thing. Shut up. <laughs> You're not scooping out fucking oatmeal and eating that bitch suddenly dry. I'm, suddenly I'm craving chocolate malt meal, dude. <laughs> I do like me some malt meal. Oh my meal. god. I Just... love chocolate malt meal. That's a cereal. I, now, now, here's the thing, though. When you make chocolate malt meal, you have to add a little salt to increase the chocolate flavor. But then you have to have, you have to add several teaspoons of sugar Mm -hmm. To make that flavor sweet, 
and then you add your goddamn milk to get the consistency and texture right. I mean, you're not wrong, but that's making serious. <laughs> <laughs> is this is this the hill you're gonna die on this week? Yes. Is this? The... <laughs> that's why I said for the debate topic later. I was like, I'll debate oh you God. on if hot cereal is a thing or not. <laughs> um. Oh my God, that's great. You're okay, on your I need, love. I need my right? love. I need my love. Let's get it. So. Wait no. Oh yeah. yeah. You absolutely love um stale cereal. You fucker. And go. Okay. Stale cereal is good for a couple of reasons. One, add it to milk and let it sit for a while. It's not stale anymore. Right? And I've had family members who do this. If they have multiple boxes of cereal that all get down to like their last sixth of a box. Throw that all into one giant communal box and you got mystery cereal. Like it's right? like a chili of cereal. <laughs> exactly. It's actually not bad, right? As long as you don't add anything fruity to wheat-based stuff. But anyway, that's beside the point. Stale cereal isn't that bad because, like I said, I'm not eating it plain, right? So add my milk, close my eyes, plug my nose, and it's just like eating regular cereal, right? For the most part. There are a few exceptions, but I really don't mind it. It's not that bad. And I need to talk for another five seconds. It's uh, really not that bad. Stale is a stale does. It's like just <laughs> really like Jones' opinion. <laughs> it's really not that bad. Stale oh, is a still does. I like the end of your argument there. <laughs> yeah, that, and that's the the fun part about the game is you're reaching for those last ten to fifteen. Oh seconds my usually. god! Yeah, grasping usually, for straws. <laughs> usually your uh, your opinion starts out pretty decent. Um, even if you're bullshit, usually the first 30 seconds are pretty good. And yeah. those last 30 seconds, it's hard. It's it gets all hard. bullshit, dude. <laughs> it gets hard. Yeah. Restating stuff. It's, it's hilarious. Oh, but yeah. But yeah, this game will, uh, we are finalizing. We're in the process of finalizing what our 108 or so cards are actually going to yes. say. Uh, the art style is pretty well nailed down. Mm-hmm. Um, Unless you yeah, guys have then, a cool art style for it, I mean, I'm doing this shit on Microsoft Paint 3D, and I'm not artistic, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> so yeah, we're uh, we're hoping to launch this on Kickstarter pretty soon. Yep, we need um, the, those, and then um, what we'll do is O'Leary and I'll, I'll, I'll we'll get packs for each other. Uh, I'll get packs yep. for us, and then we'll use with our and families we'll and start, friends. Yeah, and we'll start playing the game literally live yeah. on air, rather than coming up with comp or with um. And then maybe uh, some of our maybe some of our uh, our our listeners who have been here a while, maybe like Echo or or, or Jones and Pounders, uh, maybe we'll toss them a, a deck yeah, of cards we'll, to play we'll, with their we'll families send, and get their feedback. We'll send so. you some, get some, get some legit feedback here. Um, like it's like post- beta testing a video game, but it's in it's IRL. Exactly, and everyone has good ideas. We're not the fucking best good idea fairs there are. So, uh, yeah. but a segment that won't be in those, uh, it's just going to be the love and the hate. We also during this segment do a uh, would you rather? Would you rather? Yeah. Um, and mine that's, for you. That's is... something we just kind of tacked on on the end as yeah. a as a space filler, just and, because it's fun. And mine for you is, uh, would you rather? Marry someone who pours milk in the bowl uh, before the cereal and is beautiful. Just drop-dead gorgeous. Um, or um, marry someone who pours cereal first and decent-looking. Like, they're, they're pretty good-looking. They're, they're solid four or five. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but still we're so probably both of us are pros so probably punching up at that point uh, right 100 <laughs> percent. Yeah. she's a five or above she's already out of our league uh, I, I need like <laughs> two or three <laughs> but uh so yeah someone has dropped that gorgeous maybe the perfect wife um but she pours milk in but first she pours her cereal backwards or someone who's pretty good maybe not the perfect wife but pretty great um but does cereal first I think I would have to go with the really pretty wife. And here's why I can overlook the cereal thing. If I can dis I can dissociate well enough that I can really? pretend it's not happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, if I'm just not in the room when she preps her cereal, then I'm none the wiser. Right. That's true. So but, but think about the type of person that does that. But like you said, if she's already my, she could be my perfect wife. That's not the hill I'm willing to die on as far as relationships is concerned. Oh, I, I right? fucked that one up. Just as I? long as she lets me teach the kids the right way to pour cereal. <laughs> and we're good. No, it's a non-negotiable <laughs> for it. <laughs> so your kids are going to wake up psychopaths. Or grow up psychopaths. No. Or they're just going to eat hot cereal. Hot cereal. Not a fucking thing. So they're going to have, so they're going to have two wrong opinions. Oh my god! Oh, two wrongs do make a right in some cases. <laughs> no, not usually. <laughs> in this case, yeah. Um, oh my so god. a little That's tangent hilarious. before we get into to my don't get me started. When I first got to flight uh, in Minot, uh, a like the first question they would ask you is that they would be like, "Do you? Oh, pour your... favorite breakfast cereal? No, yeah. Well, our our flight was um, milk or cereal first. And then everyone okay. there would judge you upon your answer of milk now, or cereal, and they would Joseph, tell you, you that need, you're you a psychopath. You do need to specify, though. This is part of our, our morning for security forces. We have a formation that we go in every morning. It's called guard mount. In that formation, we take roll call. We give pass-ons. Sometimes we do open ranks inspections, which is like a uniform and gear inspection, right? Mm -hmm. And it's during that formation. We are literally standing in files and ranks, right? Whole nine yards. The brand new people will be called up to the front Yes. To introduce themselves, and then the flight can ask them questions, and, and the flight always and, asks the stupidest off-the-wall questions. And it's always, Especially, like, some disgruntled senior airman that you find out later is a, a huge piece of shit. But everyone, but everyone yeah. loves them. And, um, <laughs> and they always ask you, this is the dumbest fucking question of all time. Yep. But that one stuck with me um, yeah. throughout my whole career, and I've asked mm -hmm. that question to, I would say, every troop I've ever had. Um, and I would also be that guy yeah. later in my, my career to, to ask that question to the new kids. Cause I find it hilarious. And I think you can find a lot out of a, about a person who does that first. Yeah. So me. my flight never asked that question specifically. We were all, we would always get asked what our favorite breakfast cereal is. And then one of my favorite questions, this was asked a bunch in Korea by a guy named David Buzzard, a mm. uh, senior airman type hilarious dude. Um, buzzard, if you ever stumble across this, miss you. Um, <laughs> but anyway, his question, and this got us banned from asking questions for a while because he happened to ask this when our LT was in there. Nice. His question was, was Tarzan a virgin before he met Jane or was he clapping gorilla cheeks? <laughs> <laughs> that restores faith in humanity for me. I just, I'm just <laughs> <right there. laughs> 
It's a good question because they never talk about it in the movie. Of course they don't. No. And how's he going in there giving the good what if he's ever had experience? Yeah. Jane wouldn't like, be addicted that's... to it if it was if he was bad at sex. And the only way he's good at sex is he's <laughs> clapping grilled cheeks. Practice. Practice. Practice yeah. looks perfect. <laughs> yeah. All right. What's my uh, uh what's okay. my would you rather? All right. Would you rather never eat any bacon product ever again or only be able to eat vegan bacon? <sighs> that's a really fucking hard one, dude. <laughs> that's fucked up. It's <laughs> so fucked up. No bacon product ever again. No stripped bacon, no crispy bacon, no bacon bits. No, yeah. Or, or you eat vegan bacon. Which isn't really a thing. Um, so I'm going to explain this in a kind of a roundabout way. Oh, uh, Jones is grasping for loopholes here. Oh, no, I'm not grasping for loophole. I'm going to explain why vegan everything is fucking dog shit. Um, oh, yeah. So, so it's just a bunch of chemicals designed to mimic the natural flavor of meat. Exactly. It's super unhealthy for you. So when I was growing up, my grandfather, um, his house smelled like bacon. Uh, oh, my, my grandpa, uh, my dad's dad, uh, mm-hmm. called him Papa. Old Jack Jones. Papa Jones. Old Jack Jones the third, I think. Hell um, yeah. Wait a second. Either way. So he always had bacon in everything. Bacon in your macaroni and cheese, bacon in your ham, bacon in your bacon. Like just cooked with bacon grease. Fucking everything in bacon grease. So I grew up loving me some bacon. When he passed away, um his his wife was belonged to a church. Uh I think the Latter day Saints. Um Oh, he's a Mormon, huh? He was not. No, he was a. Oh, but his wife was. His his wife at the yes his his last wife gotcha. was. Um, also, I didn't know that was Mormons. Um, but the LDSs and Mormons are basically the same thing. Interesting. Um, but we went to the funeral and they were uh, gracious to provide um all the food for his funeral. The most disrespectful like thing going. I've seen in my entire life. This man ate everything that was ham product. He he's the one that. That taught me the the famous Jones ham, right? Oh, the Pepsi and the pineapple ham? He was the ham? creator of the Jones ham. That was him? That oh, was my Papa Jack, yeah. My respect to this man. That's what I'm saying. Fucking rest <laughs> in peace. Um, but they gave us a, uh, a vegan meatloaf or a vegetarian meatloaf or some shit like that. Some bullshit. Um, and... It was myself, I think my aunt, uh, my non-biological, but my mom, mm-hmm. um, a couple other people sitting at a table. And I remember, I didn't know at the time, I remember taking a bite of the, the meatloaf. Wait, was this at grandpa's funeral? You this, said? Was, this was at his, yeah. So this is, I guess after the fact they did like a, is that a wake? What's, yeah. what's the one where you go eat and have fun afterwards? Yeah. Yeah. The wake. Whatever that is. So we were there and I took a bite of it. Oh, man, this meatloaf tastes really fucking gross. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my my dad or my aunt looked at me and they said, well, that's because it has no meat in it. And I was like... That's so it's I... a loaf of what exactly? Exactly. And at a young <laughs> age, I think I was 13, um, at a very young age of my life, that's where I found out that anything vegan or anything vegetarian is bullshit. Um, and it was, it, to me, disrespectful to my grandfather who made whose house smelled like bacon because he made it so much. Um, so I would rather not eat anything vegan for the rest of my life 
than bacon products. Um, mostly because I can make that ham every day, and that's cool of me. So <laughs> that does not exclude ham, but does exclude no, no. All, I said bacon. I said all bacon. the gross shit. I did of all specify. Time. So I didn't say anything pig related. No, I I just said bacon specifically. And so, fucking... so you would rather. Hey, I'll I'll drink to Grandpa Jack, who Agreed. came up with the greatest ham recipe ever. He did, and his house smelled like bacon all the time. Yeah, I'd pour it out, but that would be on my carpet, and I can't I can't be doing that. He would understand. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that all was all right. Uh, that was don't get me started. That was don't get me started. Um, I think what we have next, which you kind of alluded to in the last conversation, uh, yes, was our debate. This. Um, mm-hmm. You mind if I take the the explanation on this one this time? Go for it. Usually O'Leary explains everything. Um, While you're doing that, I'm going to grab another beer. But I kind of baited him into getting more alcohol. So for this, you laugh, you lose. Because I may not look like the smartest. I got my camo Michigan hat. You know what I'm saying? But um, don't give me... uh, Debate this is something that we've done since we were in the dorms. Uh, Mm. Basically, since we knew each other. I'd say um, before that, we did this shit in tech school. Yes. So we would have, I would say, uh, intelligible conversations. Generally, this was about uh, political views or religious views or something more serious. Mm. Um, Social, anything. We decided that uh, this podcast was for the for fun, so we're not delving into um, political topics and stuff yet. Uh, in, our, in our Devil's Advocate, which we're still trying to figure out how we're going to do uh, and at what frequency we'll do. That'll be that'll be what we'll do. We'll pick a topic where we both agree on, and one of us will explain the opposite side of what we agree on, and it'll be a coin flip. Um, so you'll never know what our political views or anything like that are. Debate this is something... If we that, do it right. If we do if it we right. do it right. Which may be hard. Um, yeah. But I am a phenomenal devil's advocate. I, I, I am great yes. at that. Um, we'll see if O'Leary is as great. Uh, but the debate this is a more fun topic. Like we've done... Um, yeah. Mostly food, because that's what we disagree on the most. Uh, food and Funny enough. And, yeah. And everything. And this week, we're going to debate uh, a breakfast item or breakfast items. Mm-hmm. In keeping with the theme of the week. Sausage or bacon. Mm-hmm. So we'll give each other a couple minutes for opening statement. Uh, each person will do opening statement, and then we'll go into a debate. Like, literally every debate of all time goes. Uh, and then after that, we'll do a closing statement. Sometimes two. Uh, we were the... <laughs> I did two closing statements one time. Okay, get off me. I'm just saying. <laughs> I did two. Um, but what we like to do to go into a closing statement at the end. So I'll let you go first, actually. All right. So I am arguing on behalf of the sausage. Um, and I think sausage is the superior breakfast item. For a couple reasons. One, um, national and international popularity. Two, uh, versatility. And three, I think it's it's harder to screw up, right? So for bacon, for a lot of people, they fall under crispy or not crispy bacon, right? You don't So even within the bacon community that Jones is going to argue for, even within them, there is a, um, a schism as it were between people who like it 
crispy like Jones and people who like it not crispy like me, right? So wrong. the reason I prefer sausage is that no matter in which way I have it, either if it's a sausage link, if it's a sausage patty, if it's ground sausage, if it's Graziano spicy Italian sausage, doesn't matter. It's still really good. I don't have to worry about it getting overcooked and then becoming too crispy, in which case suddenly I don't like it. Don't get me wrong. I love bacon. I absolutely love bacon, especially when it's chewy. I think that'd be, that'd be the appropriate word for it. I don't want to say soft because that's just kind of weird. Um, you like your soft meat? <laughs> yeah, I don't like soft meat. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. I like the um, hard meat. <laughs> shut up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Jones, Jones loves that hard meat in his mouth. Um, oh, yeah, so that's why I would. That's how I'm going to begin my argument uh, for sausage. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll agree with you on on concepts. Uh, a couple of things you said, right? Um, one, I do like me some sausage. Um, in the perfect meal, you would have sausage and bacon. Uh, eggs, maybe some toast. Um, Spam. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but you would have sausage and bacon. But I will say, there's nothing like... Um, Getting some sausage with your, or uh, I'm sorry, some bacon with your eggs. Uh, no, no, you had it right the first time. No, you had so, it right the first time. So you, you cook your bacon. You, you're even subconsciously arguing for sausage, man. No, I'm just. <laughs> Anyways, so this is my opening statement. All right, fuck off. Can't argue in my opening statement. Um. So you get your bacon. Not only is the bacon delicious and perfect, and it's a it's a universal delicious thing. So, like you said before, you got people that like it a that little bit it. raw. Uh, you like people who like it really crispy. You like it people who like it in between. With sausage, it kind of only can be made one way, uh, flavor wise and 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 uh, how it's cooked. Uh, but bacon has a multitude of ways that you can you can cook it. Now, such as. Well, from the the lightly crisp to the medium to the to the actual crisp oh. to the somewhat raw, like you like it, um, somewhat raw. <laughs> uh, but the, I mean, I'm not going to bite in the pig. One of the but... best things you can do with bacon um, comes from the byproduct of it, which is this grease. So you cook your bacon, and then you grab your eggs. Literally anything else you want to cook, you can even cook your sausage and bacon grease. Um, and it's only going to enhance the flavor. There's never been a time in the history of uh, of uh, of cooking that bacon grease made something taste worse. So you cook your eggs in there, you cook anything you want in there, and it's going to enhance the flavor. And then you're going to have a bacon-flavored whatever you're eating on top of bacon. And then you got the smell. When you walk in, just like I spoke about my grandfather's house, you know how much I, I put stock in how things smell. The smell of bacon is so perfect and has such a statement when you walk into a house uh, that you automatically go, you know what? That's a fucking man. I bet that man it's, chops wood. It's right up there with the smell of like maple. Yeah. Like maple if syrup. You, if you had maple, yeah. well, and there you go. You got fucking uh, cherry smoked bacon, um, uh, maple bacon, all kinds of these different flavors. And every single one of them are good. I've never actually in my entire life had a piece of real bacon. 
not that vegan bullshit or that vegetarian shit uh, of real bacon that was gross. And I'll end my opening statement there. All right. All right. I'm going to continue on with the with the sausage being superior. I mentioned one of my main points was going to be um, did I say versatility or was it options? Something like that. I can't remember. Uh, but I don't um, know the specific word. So but. all right. So I'll I'll get into this. Sausage in and of itself is a very versatile um, breakfast meat in that you can put it in so many different things and it works better than bacon. So, for example, everyone knows you got your sausage links and you got your sausage patties, right? Them by themselves are fantastic, but you can put sausage in breakfast tacos, right? You can put sausage in breakfast burritos, um, and uh, also, not to mention, there's a whole bunch of different types of sausage. There's beef sausage, pork sausage, deer sausage, which is fantastic. Basically, any animal you can turn into a type of sausage. Not to mention the Italian styles. Graziano's, that's a brand. Spicy Italian sausage, which then opens you into the realm of almost any Italian dish ever that has for breakfast. Sausage. What does the debate this say? Uh, what is our, our theme this sausage month? Sausage or bacon? It what does is, not say what breakfast is our... sausage or breakfast bacon. Okay, so you're saying that you can't argue for bacon on burgers? No, I just didn't want to do that to you. Oh, you think you're doing <laughs> something to me here. I just didn't want to. Let's open up this can of worms. Okay. Let's do it. All right. All right. You keep going. I'll, I'll interject so, here in a little bit. The <laughs> fact that sausage has found its way into so many dishes speaks to its versatility, right? And uh, my train of thought just derailed. So, Shit. so while your train of thought just derailed, um, I. We all know I don't like stats, but this isn't necessarily statistic. It's just a it's a, a fact. Um, okay. What is Wendy's best thing they have? Their cheeseburger. Their Baconator, right? The Baconator isn't even a Wendy's thing. That's a Burger King thing. No, it's definitely a Wendy's thing. Um, mm. The Wendy's Baconator in the first eight weeks sold 25 million Baconators. <laughs> you know why? They didn't sell, it's just a it's just a bacon burger. They didn't sell twenty five million cheeseburgers. They didn't sell twenty five million hamburgers. They didn't sell twenty five million fries. Well, they might have with the baconator, um, but they sold uh, twenty five million baconators. And you know why? Bacon. That's the whole reason. You go to a you go to a restaurant, okay. right? You get a Humpty Dumpty burger. Humpty Dumpty burger has bacon on it. Fucking makes it delicious. You go mm. to um, get just a regular bacon cheeseburger. Bacon cheeseburger is tenfold better than regular cheeseburger because of the bacon. There's I mean, no, that's fine. That's all no well sausage good. burger. Okay. No, 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 no. Hold on. What's a McGriddle? What's a, what is the basis of a breakfast sandwich? So there are two types it of breakfast It is a sandwich. muffin, egg, and sausage. Well, cheese. Not bacon, but um, you can you can add bacon. That's not the true. Basis the basis of a breakfast sandwich is a muffin or a croissant or a biscuit or whatever you choose to do. Then you add cheese, an egg, and a sausage patty. That is not you take away you take away sausage. You eliminated an entire breakfast food group 
from the national that is not true uh, at all because there are two options when you get actually there's three one of them just completely wrong and that's the no meat option oh the we can all anything. agree on that yeah. the fucking eggs that, and cheese that's one. not a yeah that's not a sandwich that's not a sandwich but you can get it um either bacon style uh, i say it first for a reason because it's better um or <laughs> or you can get it uh sausage nah. style or you can get it if you're a fucking man with both of them um or a true-blooded american with both of them um but bacon All right. not I only, need to pull out my big guns here. Bacon not only can be made in a meal, um, it can be used as a substitute to put into things. So if you just grab a regular piece of bacon, make it a little bit crispy, crunch that bitch up, you toss it in your omelet, you got little bacon bits in your omelet now. So fucking good. You crunch that you know, bitch you up. You can do the same thing with toss, sausage. You, you toss that shit into an uh, a chicken alfredo with bacon in it. It only makes it better. And we all Francianos know Francianos does the same thing. And, and no, because sausage the, the is flavors. Cheaper. Well, I'm not going to debate you on that fact cheaper. because we live in communist uh, America nowadays. I mean, uh, United States of America. <laughs> I mean, the you're not the not so United States of America. The United um, States. Anyway. Yeah. Anyways, but, uh, but I, well, will, Jones, I will agree I, with you. On I that need fact. to. I need to throw something out here. Okay. Um, I did mention that my third point was going to be popularity, right? National popularity. I know you love statistics, right? Uh, but this was so a 2016 Harris poll conducted on um, in conjunction with the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. This was a national poll. Yeah, that sounds right. Made so up they because they went to the all 50 states. Who... I googled bacon versus sausage popularity. This is the first thing that came up. Yeah, because they're paying money uh, to it. <laughs> it's like if you, I feel like if you go to milk statistics and you're like. You know how much milk sells, and it's from the Milk Association. You're like, oh, these stats anyway, are fucking, <laughs> these stats are right for sure. Anyway, this <laughs> 2016 poll found that a majority of the respondents, and a majority meaning 89% of the respondents, favored sausage to bacon for breakfast. So I'll say, I, I just saying, there is a, a national poll, mm -hmm. a national poll of all 50 states. Okay. From a national organization. Where most so of them based in Los Angeles, California. Even then, that would lend credence to the fact. No, it wouldn't. That place is a hellhole. Um, Where still... are you living again? Oh, south of that. In a way better place. <laughs> <laughs> Same way state, though. Way better. Um, sadly. <laughs> anyway, but this poll, this national poll, found that 89% of the people who responded to the poll favored sausage to bacon so even from a pure numbers standpoint taking all the emotion out of it and all the familial history with grandpa jack and house smelling like bacon america agrees that sausage is better okay. they prefer it with their breakfast okay now i will counter that argument uh by saying uh there's another stat out there um oh really yes and this isn't just the preference or anything like that. This is the percentage of Americans that will support bacon as our national food. Because what's more <laughs> American than a piece of fucking bacon? I tell you what. You get a bush latte and a piece of bacon, that's the most American thing you could possibly fucking do. 65% <laughs> um, of all Americans in the United States, all of them, uh, well, not technically all of them because no stats like that. That's why I hate stats. 65% of respondents. Of respondents. Um, 
we'll support it as our national food. So we can tell the rest of the world, oh, you eat crepes. Oh, you eat rice. Oh, your, your national food is blank. No, our national food's bacon. Right next to our national drink, which is probably bacon. Yeah. But of your 65%, another 80 of them would turn around and prefer sausage in their breakfast rather than not bacon, as their national not is, as a statement kind of hilarious not as a political statement to the but, world though making it the oh and you and jones superior. you love politics and political statements and you're going to use that as the crux of your argument here i also want to make another um another point on behalf of sausage okay uh sausage is healthier a serving of sausage links contains the most protein of the two now bacon is uh uh bacon is the lower calorie lower fat option of the two which is kind of crazy because i mean most of it uh, cooks out when you when you cook it well yeah it's mostly fat. fat but yeah technically sausage um if you are a person who's trying to build muscle sausage would be a smarter choice for you're, you you're gonna talk to me because about muscle. because it has more protein in it okay per ounce than bacon okay yeah, um, I, I think you failed to mention that um, 25 grams of protein can only be uh, processed by your body at one time. So if you have your, your bodybuilding meal um, of six eggs, uh, which those are about six grams, or no, they're probably about five grams a piece. That's 30, so you're not getting that in there. Um, or let's, let's say you're just doing a 2,000 calorie diet, two grams of, of uh, or, or two, two large eggs, which is about seven grams of protein a piece um your pieces of bacon which did you see the i didn't look at the the protein on those what's the average protein on the sausage uh oh, Give me anyways if you're trying to build muscle you're gonna be over a 2000 calorie diet so having that oh, i gotta subscribe to this website that's stupid that is fucking stupid that's another hot take but maybe yeah. not so hot but um right if you're trying to build muscle you're uh. putting bacon in everything um, because it's got that low, if you're on a, if you're on a keto diet, it's good for you. If you're on a non-keto diet, it's good for you. Uh, it's got less fat content and that f fat content doesn't come from trans fats. Like a lot of sausage do, uh, because sausage isn't just meat either. Sausage is meat in some fucking binder. Um, uh, usually oh, it's not. Yeah, it is. It's not just meat. It's. It's in an encasing. Yes, it is. I've of, made. I've made sausage. It's in an encasing of it's, some it's bullshit. It, no, no, no. It's ground whatever animal it is. Yeah. So why does it so, have carbs? So ground. So when I when I get my my sausage from the from the store and I use it for for whatever I want to use it for, why do I have carbs in that and I do not have carbs in bacon, unless it's sugar coated bacon, just like uh, sausage does. Well the carbs are cooked off in the cooking process. I don't know. No. I don't know. But there, sausage, is sausage has two carbs per ground meat stuffed in a casing. That's it. What's that? I've made sausage before. That's exactly what I've made is. sausage before too. Espe especially with deer sausage. Deer oh. sausage is literally ground up venison. Deer sausage in a casing, is and it's a, delicious. Is a it's a different animal, um, literally and figuratively. Um, but it's sausage. Yes. Now I will. I will it concede to the sausage. point. I will concede to the point that sausage can be made out of uh, more animals bacon is a pork um mm -hmm. if you try to make bacon from anything else one you're wrong two it's not gonna work yeah. that well um 
but pagans go suck a dick. Pork still you. Hell yeah. That's what we can figure <laughs> out here. Um here's another one. Uh percentage of restaurants that had bacon on the menu. Sixty-two percent of all respondents, um, which may be anywhere in the United States, we all know I like statistics. Um had sixty two percent of them have bacon on their menu. You know why they had bacon on their menu? Because that includes burger places. Uh, that yeah. includes uh, fine dining restaurants. Yeah. That includes breakfast places. Breakfast places. That fast food places. So mm-hmm. there's more versatility in the foods that you can incorporate bacon into than you can with the sausage. Well, if you're arguing purely based on number of restaurants that have bacon, those same exact restaurants would also have sausage. Not necessarily true. I go to I every go to, fast food place has a breakfast sandwich option that has sausage in it. Okay, that's every fast food. breakfast place has sausage in it. Every fine dining rest. Okay, if unless you're like a Chinese place where they don't just don't have sausage, I don't know. Every more, Italian place is going to have sausage. Okay, more restaurants and um. I'm going to say a stat that I do not necessarily like. Um, sausage was made in China uh, in 1500 BC. I just learned that uh, a second ago. <laughs> courtesy of the Google. Uh, yes, courtesy of the Googles. Um, but when was sausage made in, in history? Because BC's before Christ. Um, Did you just say that's when sausage was? No, that's bacon. Bacon was made. BC. Oh, so bacon's been a a favorite and for a long around for uh, a ridiculously long time. Honestly, it predated Jesus. That's how long bacon's been, been around. <laughs> Jesus came to Earth, and he went, "Ooh, bacon," you know. He he didn't go, yeah. "Ooh, sausage," you know. Well, okay. How many cultures don't eat bacon? For religious reasons. Well, they're not going to eat sausage either because it's it's uh, pork-based, generally speaking. But if it's kosher, then it's fine. Yeah, I mean, you're talking... That's the Jewish, right? If I'm not mistaken. I think so, yeah. So, I mean, you're talking about one religious uh, sect. But well, I know the, there's, the, there's, the Hindus and Buddhists don't eat it either. Yeah, there's more than... I mean, I don't think... Some of them don't eat cows either, though. Yeah, it's Hindu. Uh, okay, so maybe not. I don't want to get into religion because I don't know <laughs> everything about that, but I know there is multiple religions that don't eat pigs uh, as they find them sacred. Same with cows. Or uh, no, 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 no. The cows of... are sacred. The pigs are unclean. Ah, that makes sense. That's what I mean. Was, they yeah. are technically unclean. Yeah, because you've been in a yeah. pig pen. I feel like there was one more thing that I wanted to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so all of your restaurants you, that you... have bacon on the menu. This is this will be my closing okay. argument. Back to the cost thing. Okay. Sausage is your working man's meat because it's cheaper, more readily available. Now, of all those restaurants that you stated had uh, bacon on the menu, I would love to know how many of them upcharge for the addition of bacon to those menu items. If it's already built into the... Even then, sandwich. E- a, a, a bacon burger just automatically costs more than a regular cheeseburger, yeah? Yeah, because you're adding it's... more food onto an item. That's like saying it's... that's like saying uh, a hamburger costs a little bit more than a cheeseburger. 
fucking duh. It's got more it food on it. And, and then, and then, yes, it does. And then a hamburger least, and a cheeseburger. You're arguing over a slice of cheese. At least fifty percent more, fifty cents more every time. If you're getting a hamburger, like so, you have you have bread. I'm gonna do this in the way I know how, the dumb way. Break this down Arby right? style. Yeah, you got the, <laughs> you got the you got the bread. You got a bun, right? You put one mm-hmm. piece of meat on bun. Okay. You maybe put ketchup on there. Maybe Love a little bit of mustard. Bun. Right? Speaking that, of which, that when you when you add money. mayo, you know what that's called? Bud Light? They call, no, no, they call <laughs> it a jizz. A jizz of mayo. Oh, yeah, which is awesome. It's a dollop of whipped cream with a jizz of mayo. I, I have yeah. to get in this Bud Light thing after this after this debate. <laughs> um, we'll do it afterward, though, because I think it's hilarious. Um... So you're putting you're putting three items, three three maybe four if you include uh, ketchup and, and and mustard. Those four items cost X money, right? For the person to put it on. Okay. If you Jones put, is doing math, people. If you put cheese on there, now you add one more thing that costs the business X money. Bam. Now you put bacon on there that costs the business more of X money. You put on there so way they're gonna, more. They're gonna upcharge. It's not a. It's not a negligible amount. It's a significant amount. They're gonna. That's up, what I'm saying. That, they're gonna upcharge that burger maybe a dollar, because they want to make a profit on their business, which is not wrong. Uh, maybe some restaurants do a little bit too much. You know what I'm saying? Um, but arguing on the fact that that it's more expensive to put something more on a burger is fucking crazy because like people have olive burgers which one are gross a what um, yeah olive burger people do that dude that's a thing or mushroom swiss Ew. burgers which are actually kind of good um but if you're putting another item on a burger it's gonna cost more that's just that's just basic economics wow unless it's a breakfast sandwich in which never sausage it... comes standard or a bacon uh breakfast sandwich which the bacon comes standard Generally, and cost more. Uh, I would have to look at a menu, but yeah, I, I I would encourage you to do that, Joseph. Okay. Right, look at I'll... the menu and see which of those two items is <laughs> significantly you... more expensive. You're still going with your closing <laughs> statement. That was my closing statement. Okay, I'll I'll offer and I you. I think you just I think you just had yours, didn't you? Wasn't that it? There was an argument to it. Um, oh, I'll man. offer you this. We both know that both of them are good. Um, when it comes to versatility. As we did our maybe our first podcast, I don't remember the first or second podcast. Most versatile food with corn and potatoes. Oh, that was great. That was a great one. I destroyed you on that one. No, you did not. Yes, I did. You wanted corn after you <laughs> brought in ethanol into the equation. I was just talking about food versatility. How more versatile is it to fucking uh, that's not even food that's transport gas. you, which is made from corn. So yeah, anyways, we we're talking about more versatile food item. Shut up, Pounders. Item. No one cares about your opinion. Anyways, bacon is better, <laughs> as the chat is saying. Um, it can put, be put oh on God. so many things. Um, in my opinion, it's more delicious. I'm kidding, Pounders. I love you. Uh, it's more delicious. And the byproduct of it being the bacon grease is used to cook things, uh, which makes them way more delicious than if they were not to have bacon grease on them. So, in my opinion, uh, including the smell of bacon, is way better than the smell of sausage, which really doesn't have a smell for the most part. Some of that shit can taste, they, they can smell real bad. Um, 
But you but, can't burn sausage like you can burn bacon. Hell yeah, you can. There's bacon has a Goldilocks than... zone. It's a very fine Goldilocks zone that's hard to get oh, to. Oh, you want to talk sausage, about that? Sausage with... to a doneness. Yeah, until the casing of the sausage is crispy and gross, uh, and you have the inside. Or you undercook a sausage, and you can fucking die from it. Well, it's pork, so you can die from any of that. Um, <laughs> but the main reasons I stated... Uh, the popularity of it in restaurants on uh, on menus is more than Atta boy Echo, my man, sausage gang. Yeah, sausage also party. bacon isn't an <laughs> innuendo for dick. So uh, I think I just went there. Wow, got him. Now, uh, before I get into my Bud Light thing, because <laughs> I think this whole situation is hilarious. I have to go make some Bud Light. Uh, if you oh wanna, my god! If you want to give them a, um, a talk about what we're gonna do next on the You Laugh You Lose. Yeah. Okay. So, um, with the You Laugh You Lose, this was also one of our original, um, topic concepts, where basically what we do is we submit a series of videos that that we find hilarious, particularly hilarious. And we um, we upload them and we watch them together with the purpose of making each other laugh, obviously. Um, uh, what we wanted to do originally was we wanted there to be a punishment involved. And I think the very first one that we did was me taking the one chip challenge, something like that. And then um, one of the punishments was, I think our Thanksgiving special, I did the whole thing with my shirt off, which was embarrassing as hell. Uh, and then one episode, Jones had to shave half of his mustache or half of his beard. And what I thought he was going to do was shave it half, you know, vertically. But instead, he went from his upper lip and shaved down and just gave himself this super redneck looking. And that was arguably one of our funnier podcast moments. But um, <laughs> what we settled on was the loser gets sent a sign. Uh, like a small tin or metal sign of the embarrassing variety uh, to be displayed on the wall behind them. Unfortunately, since I am currently in a hotel for the next month, I won't be able to display any of my signs. But uh, Jones has a few of his uh, behind him. Jones, do you want to yeah, grab so one got, of them? We got straight out of the closet, which I find fucking hilarious um, because... <laughs> I am in my closet. You are literally in a closet. Um, we got another one. It's all shits and giggles, and so someone giggles and shits. Uh, <laughs> equally hilarious. And then we have a yaoi, which I found out is a uh, oh, gay anime called? porn, basically. Uh, right two, there, two naked guys in a locker room, right? Which is yes, which is also hilarious. Yeah. Um, and then you have one that you gave me I a couple find, really funny ones. I find uh. Awesome. The first one you gave me said, uh, if this place was an, if, if assholes could fly, this place would be an airport. Yes. <laughs> which is great. Uh, and then you gave me one with a naked anime chick sitting in a bowl of ramen. And the title says send nudes spelled N O O D S, which I, I love that sign. Actually, I wish that I was hilarious. I, I love and it. then, well, and then you gave me one that wasn't necessarily funny. It was just really nice. It says, uh, doesn't play well with liberals. Very apropos. Yes. <laughs> Um, I found a sign that I'm going to buy for you, uh, regardless of whether or not you end up losing one of these. It's, it's a great sign. I found it at the fudge factory. 
I need to go back there this next week sometime and pick don't, it up for don't you. tell the viewers because then it'll ruin the <laughs> i'm not gonna say what it is the surprise but um i owe you oh, one as well enough. but that's gonna be back when you get home because now uh this sign i did find i thought it was hilarious i'm not gonna give to you but i just wanted to show you uh, i don't see it son of a bitch hold on wait hold on i need to block off some of this light too much light coming off of this oh god what are we doing no, no, we're working. Right. All right. Basically, it's a guy holding a giant fish, and it goes, "Mine's so big, I have to use two hands." <laughs> you should give me that. <laughs> It'd be good because I gave you the liberals one, so you can give me a good one yeah. too. We have we have two good ones then. Instead yeah. Of just or I'll, I'll buy you this T-shirt from the Uranus Pickers for their Reach Around America tour. <laughs> <laughs> funny. That's hilarious. That's so funny. Um. Oh my god. Now I gotta bring up Jones's uh videos here in a second. Cause he did he did submit some Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got but before we go into which, that. So, yeah, Jones, while you're pulling those up, I do want to say that we uh really enjoy it when our viewers and or our listeners submit things to us. Or either our or our friends. Yep. Mostly our friends. Um what was I gonna say? Uh, submit things to us yes uh so you can submit things to us it can either be these videos that we watch for you laugh you lose it can be uh, don't get me started topics it could be debate topics mm -hmm. uh it could be topics you want to see us do top five of it can be what's our hot take it could be literally anything mm -hmm. quite literally anything you can submit a hero of the week um and you can even submit a you can even submit a um category for the week of the podcast yeah so i oh, guess we could break that would make our done um we've done road trips now road yeah, trip we've road done trips. uh cinema we've done uh, mm -hmm. a, a bunch of them but th yeah. that'd be great for us because we can or you can do that and submit topics um uh, yeah the more the merrier we'll, so we'll uh, there's a yeah uh, there's the a couple ways you can do this you can comment on our youtube videos this will become a youtube video that we'll upload tomorrow sometime or sometime this week uh you can comment on the youtube video or you can send the suggestions suggestions directly to us via email. Our email is doublefeedpodcast. That's all one word, no caps, no spaces, no squigglies. And that is at gmail.com. Yes. So doublefeedpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can comment on our Facebook videos. Or you can come tune in to us while we're live here on Twitch. And um, we obviously we have the, the chat pulled up. We're watching you guys. You're... Uh, you guys live essentially as we're uh talking through this so we do really appreciate that uh is there a discord to submit memes and videos too there is not a discord server per se we haven't uh gotten that far currently we are just doing emails yeah well echo that once currently that's the best way to do it for us once we um do a little bit better uh it's a lot of work i'm just gonna put it out once we get someone yeah. in here to help us out, maybe or, or or do something, maybe we'll we'll do a Discord. But having all the the different platforms and the YouTube and everything's a decent amount of work. So, um, controlling a Discord server at the same time for me personally uh, is a lot. Going through school and everything too. So uh, yeah. maybe in the future we will. But I'm not very good at it, to be honest with you. So. But yeah, so currently when it comes to uh, video submissions, the email works best. Again, that's doublefeedpodcast at gmail.com. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I suppose we could just roll right into for those of us who cool. are listening via prior, some of the podcasts. Prior to that, I want to go over the Bud Light real quick. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And not the the politics behind. I don't give a fuck um, about the politics behind it. Uh, if you don't know, I guess they put a uh, a trans individual on the can of Bud Light. Decided Bud Light. to make a, a tranny guy their spokesperson. Not Correct. not spokesperson, but their well, they made a deal. Of. Yeah. Um. But I I don't give a shit about any of that. Honestly, that that to me, um, don't care about. They what they did though was they went away from their primary group and, and alienated their primary group of absolutely of uh, piss drinkers. Um, because Bud Light is piss. Um, it, it's piss water. So they just have like twenty five dudes in there just guzzling gallons of water and pissing in the cans, and that's what you get for your Bud Light. Uh. But if you haven't seen my rant uh, about about Bud Light, was that last week or two weeks ago? Don't remember. Oh, there was. So I went on a a, a very long rant before all of this happened about what I think about Bud Light, uh, taste wise and everything. I just I'm I'm happy to see um, that as a business, uh, their decisions uh, of alienating their 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 main primary customer base yep and um their marketing strategies which i like i said i don't give a fuck what you are or who you are i'm in the camp of do what you want just don't put it on me um well this was their attempt to put it on you so you're kind of out of that but you gotta uh, gotta get off the fence there their their current strategies uh, are in line with um the way their beer tastes which is piss poor so that just makes me happy. That's that's all I'm saying. Dylan Mulaney, probably uh, maybe a decent person. I have no idea. You could put um, Elmer Fudd in the can. I could give a shit less. Um, but I do well, enjoy did you hear the what $4 happened billion. Their sales? Of, <laughs> yeah. their sales within the first week dropped 80%. The, and, that translated to like $6 billion in losses. Yeah. In well, a week. It took... It took a, yeah. a polarizing figure um, to to get people to realize that their beer tastes like shit. And that makes me happy. So, uh, Dylan, oh thank God. you. Uh, Elmer Fudd would be on brand. You're right. That probably would sell really good. <laughs> Why I ought to sell you a beer? Oh, that's a good campaign, actually. <laughs> um, that's but, funny. Uh, and another funny thing to it uh, is the is a vice president of marketing. Um, oh yeah, she got no the the president of or the vice president yeah, of marketing. Yeah, she got fired. Oh, she did. They fired. They fired her ass oh. instantly. But it was funny yeah. when uh she she got promoted up, which I mean, if you work hard and you get promoted, that's cool. Um, she tried to change the business strategy, which is what it is. Um, they probably could have taken a different Anheuser Busch uh product and and utilized her um, ideals a little bit better, maybe um no but no. her ideals would not have gone well with any beer drinking red blood in america they, i think they own stella artois they own like seven or eight yeah, yeah. so i mean there's there's a but. different product of, of anaheim's bush that that might have aligned better um based on community drinking and everything um also the the gay community um they protested it too there's some crazy crazy stories out about there but oh my, really i didn't know that yeah but my main point of it um is be careful who you put in, in in positions and this is why 
it's not the fact that she had had the uh, these ideals for the trans community and, and helping them out. Um, it's the fact that she didn't drink beer. So <laughs> yeah, she's a just avid on not drinking beer. And if you're working for the marketing of a beer company, and you have someone that does not drink the product that you that you are selling, um, and this that doesn't for make anything. any sense at all. No. Uh, sometimes the decisions might not be the best ones. Um, because this person doesn't drink beer. That's like going to a, um, a chocolate factory and selling hot dogs. Be like, what? I've sold millions of hot dogs. I don't even like chocolate, but, uh, but I'll, I'll market chocolate for you. Fucking no. <laughs> That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> so I just, like I said, uh, their decision making from the top brass, uh, I want to say that specifically, not even her. She's just trying to, to, to help the community out and, and push whatever ideals she wants, which you're a person, do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Um, but the top brass making decision to put someone who doesn't drink beer into a uh, marketing campaign for a beer company. A brewery, literally, yeah. Is as piss poor as their beer taste. That's a good segue. <laughs> and speaking of that, Alrighty. I have a good amount of these. So, <laughs> Well, hey, before we move on, uh, I do want to say thank you for our um, podcast listeners who are tuning in on our various platforms that we're on. Uh, we thank you very much, but this is where we will leave you because watching a You Laugh, You Lose, listening to a You Laugh, You Lose does not make any sense <laughs> at all. True. So uh, we are going to end the podcast uh, right about here and then for our viewers on Twitch and on YouTube we will continue our podcast uh, into our last topic which is the You Laugh You Lose Challenge I only have three submissions this week because I've been really busy I haven't had a chance to surf YouTube as much as I normally do um, but yeah apparently Jones has a bunch and our other buddy Jones apparently submitted a good amount to us which is great uh, because neither of us have seen these so no. I um, actually opened the first one and I laughed at it and he said, no, 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 these are for the podcast. So that's right. I remember that. Yeah. So all right. I'm so again, to our, um, to our podcast listeners, thank you. We will bid you good night and we will see y'all next week. Thanks. Bye.